0: Hi everyone, welcome to The Brand Sisters, I'm Alexis, I'm Claire, I'm really excited about today's topic because I think it's something that's, it's so applicable to us, I think it's really applicable to a lot of our clients, and that has to do with entrepreneurship in your 30s and 40s, Hmm. and specifically, I kind of want to, you know, we really help build strategy and foundational elements and like a plan, but I kind of wanted to take it a step back. And talk about some of those things that are concerns for a lot of entrepreneurs in their 30s and 40s. And really give some affirmations to anybody that may need to hear them today. That sounds great. Okay. All right. Good. And I hope that you can add, you know, I'm 32. You're mm-hmm. 30, 33. 33. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope that you can add like your insights and any thoughts from the perspective of a 33 year old. Okay. Now it's been a little bit of a time. Since <laughs> <my 33-year-old. laughs> okay. Um, so the first thing is you don't need to have it all figured out mm-hmm. to start. Mm-hmm. And I think that one of the things as we get older, we become a little bit more of a planner or we enjoy the security a little bit more, which is, which is a good thing, right? That's like one of the assets of becoming older, but, I bet if you looked back at your life about to the time when you were in your late teens to 20s, your life was probably a lot different Mm -hmm. than you thought it would be. And it's all worked out Mm -hmm. for the most part, hopefully, Mm -hmm. right? That you you made it through and it's probably so different, but it's worked out. And hopefully it's worked out even better than you could have imagined, Mm -hmm. right? And so I think a lot of this is the gift of retrospect and taking time to think back but it's probably different, but that it's probably all worked out. So moving forward, thinking about, like, how do I do this? How do I navigate this? You don't have to have the whole end game figured out. I it it's good to hear that because I feel like in your 20s, you, like, any little hiccup feels like the end of the world. You know? And why that is just, like, a lack of maturity that you get through, like, falling and having, you know, issues happen. You realize, okay, like, that didn't kill me. You know, there's there's other ways to like succeed or there's ways to move beyond it or whatever. But right. I feel like that's, that is something that you don't really get until you've had some hurdles, which I feel like, you know, you have some in your twenties, but especially when you get a little bit older, that's inevitable. Right. Exactly. There's one later on that kind of is a note on that. Okay. So. Um, okay. Number two is that each decade offers expertise and values. So like play to those strengths. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, one of the things is we gain experience and social skills and relationship skills. We know how to navigate complex relationships. We know how to communicate with other people. We've had probably multiple different types of jobs. We worked with different types of people. Hopefully, we also have an increased sense of confidence Like at this point in our life, which is such a valuable asset that we're not questioning everything or question like what is, it, what is it that I want to do or like what do I value like did our decades like the 30s and 40s really have some beautiful strengths and instead of thinking about like the um sometimes fear I think of not being young enough to start something instead think about the qualifications that you do have in these decades I feel like that's so good to remember because it, whenever we hit like a milestone like 20, 30, 40, I feel like it's always the negative that comes out. Right. you like, oh great I'm 30, that means I can't do like X, Y, and Z anymore and right. now I'm 40 or 50 or whatever and you're always thinking about like what's taken out of your life, you know, now that you've you've gotten older and I feel like it does not have to be that way. First of all, because you look around you see people who are way older and they're doing like way cooler things than, than <laughs> you are now, you know, like you're right you do get more, you become more equipped. Right. And I think like appreciating that and like really playing to that is, I feel like a lot of people, it brings so much more success. Absolutely, right? Yeah. And, and I, I think sometimes point. just like pausing to consider what those things are, mm-hmm. thinking about the experiences that you've been through, thinking about how you've come over the last 10, 20 years and pausing to, to really recognize those strengths. Mm-hmm. Okay. The third one is in our business, we have to do many different things to market ourselves, to build our business. And a lot of those things sometimes I think seem like younger things. Mm. And that's a huge hesitation. I mean, I know we've talked with a lot of different clients about that. It's like, oh, but I don't know if I can do blank. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's just a reminder that you don't have to do all of the things you can do things that you feel comfortable with that are true to your identity. So I'm thinking a lot about TikTok or reels, right? And, and those are ways that people like use to market their business um, or their personal brand. And sometimes that doesn't feel right or feel true to your identity. <clears throat> and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to be intimidated by all of the things that you think you should be doing and that, that people younger um, in your business are doing. You have to pick up things that are true to your identity and not be afraid like don't let that be a hesitation mm. although I do feel like that's a huge hesitation mm-hmm. well I feel like too especially I feel like we have this in our mind that we have to like compete with that you mm-hmm. know or like okay if they're doing that then like I need to figure out how to I, I basically need to like imitate that or copy right. that and then it just comes off as like not being authentic and I don't think it goes over quite as well I think it is like it, it works to your benefit if you're able to like tailor it a little bit you know and, like, change it a little bit so that it is within your brand. You are doing something relevant, but it's unique to you. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And, and I mean, there may be people in their 30s, 40s, 80s, whatever, But those things, they do enjoy the creativity. Totally. Of them. But yeah. I just think that that alone, like, thinking about those things shouldn't be a hesitation or a hang-up for mm-hmm. progressing in your business or starting a new business, pivoting, and shifting, whatever it is. Um. Okay, the The other one that I wanted to touch on in a little bit further away is at this point, you've built personal and interrelationship skills that make people want to work with you. Mm-hmm. You have value. Like, you've navigated relationships, not just in a workplace, but on a personal level. Like, a lot of people in their 30s or 40s, they're parents by this time, right? They've, they've been through just so many different types of relationships mm-hmm. And you have skills. So like you have increased communication skills, right? Mm. You can be a better listener and a better verbal communicator. There's so many things that is a very large asset. Um, I think about some experiences that I've had working with some um, like people in their early twenties recently. And some of those experiences were really good. And some of them were really challenging because they were great communicators. And, and those communication skills work for you in the sense of like, you know how to work on a team. Like you know how to communicate, you know how to navigate work relationship, not just the work part of the relationship, but the personal parts of the relationship. And that's a very, very valuable asset that I think is, should not be underestimated. Yeah. And I think some people are naturally gifted at that. You know where like you're 20 and it doesn't matter. Like you're, you are able to communicate and collaborate and whatever. So naturally, but I think for a lot of people, that's not the case, you know, that's something that, that comes with experience and comes with just, like, working with, like, person after person. Yes. So I feel like that is, and, and you can tell there's there's a difference there, right, when you're able to, to actually communicate with someone and you're not just, like, talking to a wall or you're not just, you know, your, your ideas aren't being heard or whatever it is. Like, there's something about, like, good, solid communication, and that's crucial for clients. right? right? Like, if you're working with your client, like, they need to feel like you are on their team, like you understand yes. them that you can like, you know, get their vision and then like, you know, translate it however you need to in your business. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. The next one is at this point you have more humility Mm. and more experience and you are able to work on a team in a different way. So like, let's take that idea of communication, like a level deeper. I think oftentimes in our early years, if we feel like we don't know how to do something, there's a lot of insecurity and kind of this like shell of pride that we don't want to seek out help Mm -hmm. because it makes you feel like we're not good enough or that we aren't qualified enough and we're really nervous about that Mm -hmm. you know and I think something that happens in your 30s or 40s is that shell starts to hopefully crack away a little Mm -hmm. bit and you have more humility you are able to ask questions you if you feel like you aren't as qualified in an area, you can seek out support to increase your skill level. You can do research. You can ask um, your leadership team. You can do so many things to grow as an individual. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about an experience with somebody that, like I said, that I was working with, that was in their early twenties and they wanted the success of the project solely for themselves. Mm. And I think the root of it was they were insecure that they weren't doing a good enough job. Mm. And so the insecurity was so apparent to everybody else because they wouldn't ask questions; they just wanted to to take it and and keep it here. But the whole the success of the whole project could not move forward because of the insecurity there. And the, as opposed to like needing to seek out the help that like a team could have offered, and it was such an interesting reminder of that of that difference that sometimes happens with, from our early years to when we we do grow in our confidence, but we also are like willing to let go of that false pride Mm -hmm. in a way to be a really valuable asset to a team. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's something I'm still learning. Mm. Like, I think that I feel like working with you actually has helped me with that a lot. Like I feel like I'm still working through that insecurity stuff of feeling like, okay, if I can't do it all, or especially if a client brings something, it's like, I don't, you know, I'm going to have to figure this out kind of a thing, you know, or I need to like seek out, you know, someone else who's more skilled at, you know, that one, you know, part of what I'm doing right. and feeling like that freedom to be like, Oh yeah, it's not actually my job, right. To be an expert in everything. It's my job to like hear what the client needs and then get that done. However that might be. Exactly. But I think that that's something that I, I feel like I'm just learning. <laughs> oh, so good at that. That's, but that's so interesting. interesting. Like the way you said that, but, that's exactly how like, I think about a lot of different things. Is that there's like an end objective, mm-hmm. and how you get there is going to be different for everybody and yeah. different for each project. But keeping that end objective and like the end objective isn't my success; mm-hmm. it's the project's success. Right. Right. right? Yeah. Um, and I think again, in our thirties and forties, we see that more clearly. But mm-hmm. it's the overall success, not just our personal success. Yeah, that's hard. Sorry. Quite. No, this one's, like, hitting home a little bit more. No, it is it is interesting, like, learning how to to have that line, mm-hmm. you know, between the personal and the business, and we've talked about that a lot, that there's, like, it's important to blend both, and then it's important at times not to. Right. But it is when it comes to something that, like, you're doing, like, you're, it's your craft, it's hard not to, as an entrepreneur, to f- associate and, like, tie your value to it, you know? So Absolutely. I feel like it, it does take a lot of maturity to be able to be like, okay, that's like that product, that thing that I'm doing is not me. You know, like I do want to have pride in it and do the best I can. But if you know, there's something off about it, it's not perfect or whatever. That doesn't mean like, I, you know, there's something flawed. Yes, Yes, absolutely. I think that's something that, uh, yeah, I think that's an area that we will always be growing in. And especially, I know you and I bring this up and I was like toying with, my podcast episodes to decide if I was ready to do this one yet, but about being a perfectionist entrepreneur. Mm. I mean, it's like that Mm. part of it is just always going to be a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. At least recognizing it. Right. You know, and yeah. And and seeing the growth. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay. The next one is you're resilient at this point Mm. because your life has not probably gone the exact way. And I don't mean that that means that it's been terrible, but your plan has probably changed in certain ways, mm-hmm. and you've had setbacks, and you've been knocked down, and you've had disappointments, and you're still here, mm-hmm. and you've you've made it, and you've like risen it, and like resilience happens with age, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to sometimes I think in our twenties, sometimes if things don't work out one way, we're like, oh, I guess that that wasn't what I was meant to to do, yeah, or like you would just shift really quickly, and in a way, you don't take it quite as seriously, but you just maybe. I, it's just different. I think like, I don't know about you, but I just, I think a lot about when I feel knocked down or, or, you know, deterred or, or discouraged about something. I'm just thinking about like, how can I get a, a move forward to the next step? Yeah. As mm-hmm. opposed to just like, well, like, maybe you know, I should try well, something just do something different. Yeah. Like, you know, so you have so much more resilience mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. And so, the discouragements, the setbacks, the the ebbs and flows, the backs, the forwards, mm-hmm. um, don't get you down as much. Mm-hmm. So that's been a delight for me. And mm. my at my age, because I feel like that's something that I, that was a skill I really don't feel like I worked at much, or maybe yeah. you just like don't think about it as much when you're growing up. But at my age, in my thirties, like I really see the incredibly deep value that there is in making sure that you're not. That like, could, because you, you know that getting knocked down is inevitable, like that's going to happen. But I think when you're younger, maybe you feel like you're invincible, you know, like that there is a possibility that that won't happen. Yeah. But then once you realize like, yeah, no, that's just life, then you have to build up that skill. Yeah. And I feel like that's, yeah, that's so important. Yeah. It's kind of funny because I feel like I was down for about 20 years. <laughs> So, but like, oddly enough, like we're so different, you know, like you were, you did do really well in school and like you had vision and and determination and I was like the opposite of those Mm -hmm. things, but I still had a total ignorance Mm. to like, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. Like, but it took me so long once I started valuing, um, like efforts and life and vision, it then actually was really hard because any setback would make me really discouraged. Mm. And, like, so that happened a little bit later for me. That was, mm. like, in my mid-20s to early 30s, honestly. Um, I was It was very hard for me to be resili- resilient because mm. I felt like I had so much to make up for. Mm. So different ends of the yeah, spectrum right. on that one. But, okay, finally, which is really my favorite one is it at this point like you know your values. You know what is important in your life and those values and that purpose, I think usually drive what you're doing and you're not looking for those anymore. Like you're not looking for like what makes me happy in life? Like what are the things that I really want for myself? Of course you're always assessing those things, no right. doubt. But like you have some really solid values and everything you do can be driven by those values and it's I don't know about you but if something is not um bringing value to my life it's very easy for me to let it go Mm -hmm. because I do not want a life that doesn't have value and purpose and so anything that I'm doing in my professional career I want to make sure aligns with my values too so it's a very clear yes or no for Mm -hmm. different directions Mm -hmm. and so I think that's such a I think that's, like, such a beautiful thing about, like, 30s and 40s. And my guess is Mm -hmm. as as you continue to age. Yeah, it's funny. I feel like when you're growing up, especially in your 20s, it's all about, like, accumulation. Mm And you're, like, accumulating friends and experiences and, you know, anything that, like, the world could offer you, you just want more. Yeah. And I remember having some sort of a shift at some point when it was like, oh, gosh, I don't have to do that. You know, like, I don't have to keep up with that. Like, I get to choose who... I want to be in my life. You know, I get to choose like what kind of trips I want to take or experiences I want to have. I feel like that's freeing. when You realize you don't have to do it all if you don't want to, you know, and like getting to, to simplify and like get to your core. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because it's like simplifying. I almost think of it more as narrowing Hmm. because you're not going like here and there and Mm -hmm. this way and this way, which is still like, That's the beauty of being in your 20s. -hmm. It's like getting to explore and build those things. But it's like, you know, moving aside the peripheral and being on a path that's narrower but is still direct, you know? Totally. Which is an awesome and wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, um, I just hope that for other people in their 30s or 40s, whether you're starting a new business or shifting or adding another layer of success or, like, taking on more team members, like, building, doing anything that feels uncomfortable, um, But you remember these affirmations. These are things I think that both of us are learning Absolutely, and, and yeah. working through and um, that are... Like, I just... I don't know about you, but I just... 40s for me has been the best mm-hmm. so far. I got... 30s were the best. Yeah. Anymore. It just gets better. So it makes me so excited. And, I, and to also remember to invest in spending time assessing those values and those assets not just reminiscing on the good old days mm-hmm. or like what what I could have been doing or should have been doing or what were the better things about those decades and instead shifting it to look at the ways that yeah. you have value now. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So you can read the full blog post on Animela.com You can find us on Instagram, TikTok and um, our YouTube channel and our podcast, and we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. So Oh, S- yeah. oh sorry.